Good morning, Nova Nation. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Morning Roar. Here is what is coming up over the next hour. We have the latest on the suspect wanted for an armed robbery on the R100 commuter train that stopped at the Alwyn Lane station and caused a campus-wide shelter-in-place order on Tuesday evening. We also have a special guest in studio today at 8.30 p.m. as Kathy Burns, the Vice President for Student Life, will join us to talk about the state of the student experience here at Villanova. Listen for your chance to win two tickets to the Ardmore Music Hall tomorrow evening. Plus, the mind bender returns. Dom and I are in a dead heat on the scoreboard at one and a half. It's also a very special someone's birthday today. We'll reveal who coming up over the next hour. And the Morning Roar is also being broadcasted live on WXVU's YouTube channel. Good morning, everybody. I'm David Chapansky. I'm Dominic Roschetti. I'm Chris Kokinos. And I'm Allison Bayada. I'm bringing you your top stories of the morning. Uh, first, Pennsylvania Democratic Senator John Fetterman, who is still recovering from a stroke, has checked himself into Walter Reed National Military Medical Center to seek treatment for clinical depression, his office said Thursday. Fetterman, who has suffered with the after effects of a stroke, he suffered last May, checked himself in on Wednesday night. The 53-year-old Fetterman is in his first weeks as a U.S. Senator after winning the seat held by now-retired Republican Pat Toomey in a hard-fought contest against GOP nominee Dr. Mehmet Oz. And in more Villanova news, the Radnor Police Department has announced that charges have been filed in connection with the incident on the SEPTA Route 100 line at Aldwin Lane in Villanova on Tuesday. Radnor Police is seeking public assistance in locating 28-year-old Ishmael Isaac Marshall of Philadelphia. Marshall is not affiliated with Villanova University, and his photo is attached to an email sent out to all Villanova community members from Villanova Public Safety Chief David Tajeski yesterday. Marshall is wanted for terroristic threats, simple assault, recklessly endangering another person, and related offenses following an altercation. Anyone with information is requested to contact Radnor Township Police Department Detective Unit at 610-688-5603 or by dialing 911. The subject is considered armed and dangerous, and you are advised not to approach him. Based on the investigation, the university does not believe the subject has returned to Villanova since the time of the incident. However, the Villanova University Police are adding additional patrols and are closely monitoring CCTV cameras on the lookout for Marshall. We'll discuss the incident in our conversation with Villanova VP for Student Life, Kathy Burns, coming up at 8.30. Thank you, Allison. And now just to give you guys a quick timeline of the events of Tuesday night for those of us who were living on campus. Well, at around 10.45 p.m., the R100 commuter train stopped at the Aldwin Lane SEPTA station next to the Commons with a report of an armed robbery on board. The suspect produced a gun from his backpack and attempted to rob the train conductor. The suspect exited the train and reportedly crossed the Villanova Pedestrian Bridge across Lancaster Avenue. A Nova alert went out to the entire campus community at about 11.15 p.m., declaring a shelter in place on campus. At 6.15 a.m. Wednesday morning, a Nova alert went out stating that the shelter in place was lifted. The police had checked the area but could not locate the suspect. Was there increased confusion and or anxiety in light of the Michigan State University tragedy on Monday? Dom, let's go to you. Yeah, so, again, all of this obviously sucks a lot, but um, I was asleep for the entire thing. Uh, I, nice. You know, I had four classes in a lab on Tuesday, then I went to the basketball game with David and broadcasted that. Got home around, I don't know, 10.30, went right to sleep, woke up the next morning, saw both, you know, Nova alerts, the shelter in place, and then the shelter in place had been lifted, and I was like, what the heck did I miss? <laughs> I was so confused. 
Um, I talked to my roommate about it like th- that morning. He's like, yeah, it was it was crazy. Our friend was stuck in the library till like 1 a.m. They wouldn't let him leave. Really? Yeah. There was police in the uh, library not letting anybody leave. Did they like escort people home afterwards or they just... I think they just let them go. Okay. I think he said around one. Wow. Because uh, they thought it was safe. But yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. I was asleep. I don't know if I'm lucky I was asleep, but yeah, that was my experience. Allison? I got the alert on my phone and I was like, yikes, but I have to go to bed now. And so I just went to sleep pretty much is what happened. So I think, yeah. Yeah, I think if you were in your room, you were fine. But if you were like studying somewhere, that kind you of probably, sucked. you had to yeah. stay there. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I was just, like, watching TV on the couch, and I get him, like, oh, yeah. cool. And then, like, an hour later, I kind of forgot about it and, like, walked around West Campus, and then I got back, and my friend's like, where did you go? And I'm like, I just took, like, a walk? What's the big deal? And they're like, there's, like, a shelter in place going yeah. on. I'm like, you could have been arrested. oh, yeah, I forgot about that. But also, there were so many people walking around West Campus. Were so, there like, really? Oh, yeah. That's it was, funny. Yeah. Like, normal amount of people, so I feel like it didn't really do much if you were just, like, in your room. Yeah, I think if you were on main campus and, like, in a building, they made you stay there. Yeah, there was zero yeah. police presence on West that I saw from my little walk around. Hmm. David, I mean, did this really affect you at all? I, um, like, this was about 25 minutes after I had left yeah. campus. Yeah, yeah, so I was already well on my way home. Uh, I may have actually just gotten home. I a very quick commute on the Schuylkill Expressway on Tuesday night. Um, but yeah, so when I got home, I, I did see the alert, but it's, uh, it's very sad and tragic that, you know, things like this continue to happen across the country. Um, but very fortunate that, you know, no event after that uh, took place here on campus. So. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like Villanova, like it's once a year that they have just like a weird yeah. thing mm-hmm. with some dude yep. off campus. Like last year, like the year before. It there was, was a guy dude breaking into like the yeah. dorm rooms on over south. like break or on south. There or was there like was somebody on south like last year breaking the dorms when yeah. I was there. But it happens like I think they got him though, right? Yeah, they caught <laughs> they him. Caught yeah, the they guy. caught him somehow. It was yeah, actually kind of nuts. <laughs> like, we got him. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> picture. Oh no. Okay, great. <laughs> I mean, I'd imagine they're gonna catch this guy because this whole campus knows about him. I, I mean, he's, I. There's a hundred percent chance he's not here. Anymore. I mean, he's not. He's definitely not here anymore. That'd be the dumbest thing. Yeah, I think he like went. You know. He was only on campus for like five minutes. Yeah, and it was hopefully it was also very crowded. Like this was this basketball game was. I mean, they're they're all sold out technically, but it seemed like that this one was one of the more mm-hmm. crowded ones. So I think there was yep. just a ton of people on campus, and I think that that also played into a lot of like the chaotic stuff going on. So yep. as people were trying to get home and, and leave. So. Yeah. And did you guys read the email with what he was charged with? Yeah. It was terroristic yeah. threats. Yeah. yeah. Like That's when bad. I read he that, tried I was to like, rob a train, what? Yeah. Which, first of all, like old timey crime. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Come on. Like, robbing the what train. Are we, up trains now. <laughs> Come on, guys. Choose something cooler. <laughs> God. All right, Dom, let's take it to you with our Twitter poll question for the day. Yeah, I think this is the fi- my favorite one we've had. Shout out to David for coming up with this one, I think, right? This is you. This is all Nick, but <laughs> this thank, is all you. Nick. thank you so much. I, I you appreciate the credit. This, all right, shout out to Nick. This is a good one. If forced to choose between the following two options, which class starting time do you prefer? 8.30 a.m. or 6.15 p.m. class? I'll, I'll give my thoughts briefly. Right now I'm 6.15. I can be swayed. Um, we'll talk about the results later, but this is a really, really good Twitter poll question. Yeah, I'm taking the 8:30 all day. I, I mean, I, I you can't. wake up, Mm-mm. you wake up a little early, but then like your whole day is free. You know, what's wrong with that? Nah. You get to go home and like go to your apartment or your dorm at like four, hang out with the fellas until you go to bed. I mean, come on, I'll it hang out get with better. the fellas until 6:15. Yeah, but like after 6:15, all day like, with the, the fellas. I know, but after 6:15 is when all the fun stuff happens. You know, come on. Yep, yeah, nothing happens between 6:15 and nine-ish. Ah. Yeah, you'll be out of that class by the time yeah, the fun true. stuff is happening. True. Eight thirty to like ten, you're you're 
guaranteed to sleep at least once a week, like recovering from that. Like yeah. you're gonna lose you're four gonna, hours. You're gonna take a nap. Nothing wrong with a nap. I still take naps that I don't have. I'm 830s. not taking a nap after eight thirty <laughs> p.m. I'm not. David, how about you? 8.30. All the way. No. I know. All the way. 8.30. I mean, you wake I up mean, early all the yeah, time. Yeah. I mean, I'm also a morning person, yeah, so yeah. maybe that's part of it. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, like, 6.15, like, this is not a class ending at 6.15. Like, this is starting at 6.15, yeah. which is is definitely rough, in my opinion. Exactly. Especially as a commuter student. Yeah. Mm. How about you, Allison? I've had both. I've had 8.30 in the morning and 6.15 at night, and I'm definitely 6.15. Yes. Thank I you. would so much rather sleep in for that yes. hour and a half or whatever. I'd but I'm not going to lie. I feel like when, you know, you're in that 615 class and let's say it's super boring and, you know, it's dark outside, I'm falling asleep. Yeah, but the professor knows that too. The professor knows it's late. They want to get My you professor would let us out all the time. Yeah. yeah. The, the professor, professor knows. knows it's early too. Yeah, no. but there's no slack for yeah, no, uh, yeah. There's no like slack for being absent. The freshman classes I've had, oh, okay, well, yeah, absent. But like I've had professors like, yeah, Monday, you know, you guys are all tired. We're going to take it easy today. Yeah, that's true. Like 830 classes. I feel like they're kind of harsh at those 8 30 in the morning classes. I'm not going to lie. Maybe I just have the best professors in the world. They're insane. Yeah. I don't know. They're insane. Mm -hmm. 100%. I couldn't even wake up for 9.30. Okay. 9.30 is the best. I do. 9.30 is the best. How do you get here? How do you get here for this show, Dom? (laughs) (laughs) These mornings are a little rough. rough. (laughs) rough. (laughs) Not easy. All right, David, let's take it to you for our birthdays this weekend. All right, so today we have some great birthdays today. We're going to we'll end with who had the best name I think on this list, of course. Uh, Michael Jordan turned 60. So, you know that someone <laughs> above Michael Jordan like this has to be really good, you know? I've never heard a more uh, false statement in my life. <laughs> Denise Richards, 52. Ed Sheeran celebrates his 32nd birthday today. What a day. What a, what a what a coincidence that we're on air for this. I know. Like it worked out on a Friday for the morning war. We're not off. Like we're here able to celebrate his birthday. Now, I'll be honest, I actually I know there's other birthdays to get to but i did not if i would have known about that ahead of time and i didn't believe it or not i would have brought in a cake being dead serious i would have brought in a cake we would have had it here on the morning roll. you don't mark his birthday down on your calendar i don't i didn't know it honestly prior to that uh (laughs) saturday yoko ono turns 90 uh john travolta 69 dr dre 58th birthday on saturday sunday british royal prince andrew is 63 and millie bobby brown from stranger things is 19. Happy birthday weekend for birthdays. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of... These are so many big names. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of famous people. Yeah. Allison, what's going on with WXVU? All right. So WXVU has a partnership with the iconic Ardmore Music Hall, which features performances from both local and national recording artists. Tomorrow, Jordan Kyola, a songwriter, musician, and producer based out of Philadelphia, plays at 8 p.m. And WXVU wants to send you and a guest to the show. You can still enter. You must be 21 or older to enter the show. Just download the Radio FX app, listen to WXVU, and tap Enter Contest for your chance to win. And we'll announce the winner at the end of today's Morning Roar. You can buy tickets for Kayola visiting ardmoremusichall.com. Back to you, Chris. Thank you, Allison. This is the Morning Roar on WXVU 89.1 FM. We're going to be taking a quick break, so stay tuned. This is Dina, the advisor at WXVU, and you're listening to V891, The Roar. Villanova is hosting a webinar on climate change and global security. Virtual climate change in historical perspective, climate and the global security landscape will take place on Wednesday, February 22nd at 6 p.m. 
Panelists include Tom Ellison, Deputy Director for the Center for Climate and Security, and Dr. Marcus King from the Department of Environment and International Affairs at Georgetown University. Registration for the webinar is available by searching for the Albert LePage Center on Villanova.edu. Author Nathan Hale will be visiting the East Town Library on Saturday at 6.30 p.m. Is your family interested in thrilling stories from American history told in graphic novel form? If so, you will enjoy this event. Nathan Hale's Hazardous Tales is an Eisner-nominated number one New York Times bestselling series. Nathan will present a tale you won't find in his books. The East Town Library is located at 720 First Avenue in Berwyn. Visit easttownlibrary.org for more information. And we're back with the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. Let's take it to David with our three-day weather forecast for the main line. Who's got spring fever after this week of such nice weather? Uh, today, Friday, cloudy with a threat of rain ending this afternoon. Temperatures will fall throughout the day to near 45, also windy. Tonight, clear and colder, a low of 26. Saturday will be sunny, but also brisk, a high of 44. And Sunday will be generally cloudy, but back up to 52 for a high. The current temperature outside of our Doherty Hall studios, I should have loaded this up before the break. Uh, <laughs> let's see what we got here. Um... Feels like 51. It, 51. No way. Whoa. Whoa, Chris. 51 degrees. That, that's kind of wild. Insane. <laughs> All right, Allison, Morning Roar News update. Yes, here is your second Morning Roar News update of the day. School district officials on Wednesday praised the actions of young students and staff at Joseph K. Gottwalls Elementary School in Norristown after last week's incident in which a six-year-old boy brought his mother's gun on the school bus in his backpack. Norristown police officials responded on February 9th to the elementary school after receiving a report of a child with a gun from the school secretary, who had been alerted by students of the incident and also observed the handgun. The child had been reportedly showing a real gun and bullets to other students on the bus that morning. The child's mother, 30-year-old Jasmine Devlin, was arraigned Tuesday and faces charges of felony endangering the welfare of a child and reckless endangerment related to failing to secure a firearm in her home. Her bail was set at 50 thousand dollars and in other news pepsi is bringing back its peeps flavored soda and promises this time it'll be easier to find than an easter egg for the first time pepsi x peeps is available for sale at retailers in the u.s a change from its debut two years ago when only a few thousand of the sodas were given away in a contest at that time, it became an online trend, prompting people to resell the novelty product for hundreds of dollars. The drink mixes the taste of Pepsi with the pillowy, soft, and sweet marshmallow flavor of Peeps. Guys, are we in on this? Absolutely not. This sounds disgusting. Peeps are terrible to begin with. Does yeah. anybody actually like Peeps? No. no I, don't I like so. marshmallows. I don't think I like Peeps, though. I don't think anyone likes Peeps. The only one that I could tolerate is like the blue-flavored one. <laughs> Wait, do they know. have different flavors? When I just had them before, they all kind of just taste like marshmallow. And blue. Yeah, there's yellow, pink, and blue. I don't know. Yeah, but do they all just kind of taste like marshmallow? No. I don't think they taste different. I don't think they taste different. No, they have different flavors. No, 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 I mean, they might have different flavors, but they all just taste like marshmallow to me. I never knew that. I haven't had them I'm imagining the different tastes. I think so. 
No, they do I have different okay. flavors. Okay. What's blue? Yeah, so Chris what's... was right. Okay, wait, I'll check. Blue's going to be like Blue I'm Mountain. Guessing... It's going to be like... <laughs> okay, but in, in terms of this soda, like Pepsi... I don't really drink soda all that often, but Pepsi is already so sweet. And to add like Peeps, which is so sweet to that, yeah, is like insane. Yeah. That's just bad. It's blue raspberry. Of course it is. I do not taste the raspberry. Like, I mean, I haven't had the, I have not had them in a while. I promise oh, put you. Put that in the clip. <laughs> I do not taste the raspberry. <laughs> I Only mean, that line. I feel though. like I'm, so what's the yellow? Oh my God. Okay, wait. Original. Yeah, but no. what is original? What, what, is it marshmallow? marshmallow? Okay, so maybe that's like the know. main it's one not, I had. It's definitely not lemon. Maybe if, that's if, one. If, if, no, it can't be lemon. If it lemon, I'm going to freak out. Hang on. It's not lemon. Hang on. It has pink. to be something that is pink. Hang on. It has to be something very neutral, pink like original or maybe flavor. associated with something. <laughs> what are you doing? Tastes like Easter. Okay, the yellows are just classic. They're not any flavor. So it's just marshmallow. Okay, so maybe that's why, because I feel like a majority of the peeps I had have been yellow, probably. And then the pink are... Strawberry? No, yeah, there's no sense. way. There's no way. No, also unflavored. Oh, wow. Oh, I don't yeah. think blue's flavored. And the, I really don't think blue is flavored. I don't think that any of the original blue, pink, yellow, purple are flavored, but I think they do make a lot of novelty. Okay. Like They make a blue raspberry one. They make that like a sense. mint one. Like, uh, a lot of you made me, <laughs> you made me imagine things. <laughs> I think we got you. Got me. Got me. All right. Uh, an unlicensed generation. Gen Zers are turning to Uber, Lyft, and public transportation much more than the generations before them, and that's probably a good thing. Many in our age group, born between 1997 and 2013, have never bothered to get a driver's license, and many of those who are still under 16 don't plan to, an indicator of a trend away from our car-centric culture. U.S. stats show that the percentage of 18-year-olds with a license in 2018 fell nearly 20% from 1983, 80% to 61%. Why the decline? With a ride available at their fingertips, more and more are turning to Uber, Lyft, and the bus or subway, or even cabs. For some, concerns over the environment contributed to the decision, while for others, the motive is more financial or an intentional avoidance of the pressures and possible tensions of driving on busy streets and highways. Well, we know that David makes the daily trek from Philadelphia to Villanova's campus. Uh, does everyone else on the crew have a license, and do you have classmates' friends who do not? Dom. I'm licensed. I've been licensed since I was like 15 and a half, proudly. There you go. I don't know why As you wouldn't get a driver's be. license. Amen. Yeah, Gotta drive. Yeah. Need ID. <laughs> Even if you don't want to drive, you still need a form of like, you ID, You can get right? just a, an ID. You can. And I know yeah. this because I I, have I had it before no. my license. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. oh, do you have a license now, though? I have it now oh, after failing time. my road test twice. Oh, nice. Oh. I passed on the third try and just at the Wait, which, which state are you from? New York. Okay. Okay. I know New Jersey's is really hard. Oh, really? Pennsylvania's is so easy. Mm. I mean, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I should have failed my first driver's test because I blew a red light. <laughs> oh, what? what? You should have failed. You should be allowed to drive. <laughs> they still passed. Who was your yeah. instructor? Yeah. I don't know. It's, I pulled to the DMV wow. and some old dude hops yeah. in the car. Wow. And they're like, "All right, let's go." And I'm that like, "All right, insane. we're going along." And I'm not paying attention. Blow the red light. That's like, yeah. an automatic fail. Yeah, that, that yeah, that isn't even fail. like a second chance. That's no, I'm. I passed. Got my license. Here I am. Three tickets late. Well, I mean, oh. so, well, so you shouldn't be allowed to drive. I mean, now that this matters, because you know, probably shouldn't have failed anyway. But was it like a big intersection, small intersection? No, like, it was like a small, like okay. rural. Intersection. I mean, now that that 
<laughs> necessarily makes it any better. It's the West. <laughs> no, it's yeah. just corn. The stakes aren't that high, I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's nobody around. You know, you blow a red light, it's like, oh, some dude's The red lights are optional you. in the Midwest. Exactly, yeah. But I do have friends that don't yeah. have driver's oh, yeah. licenses here, mm-hmm. and I was Crazy. amazed when I saw that. I guess if you're from, like, a city. New York. Yeah. Yeah, New York yeah. is really like in the New York, Los Angeles. You don't need one. But I, I feel like even in Philadelphia, every, most yeah, people most drive. People yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, I love using public transport. I okay. find that the public transport in Philly is not as good as it's in bad. New York. Um, but when I'm in the city, I'm like walking or taking the subway or yeah. bus everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't even have the patience to drive in the city. It's so frustrating. Understandable. Yeah. Makes sense. Like I had a friend literally two weeks ago get their driver's license. Like that just blows my good mind. Good for like, them. Congratulations. No, it's like awesome, but. What were you doing before yeah. that? Like, how do you get in? Yeah, how do you drive? You don't want to Uber everywhere. I feel yeah. like that's so expensive. Oh, it's expensive. Definitely. Well, yeah. I was the first one out of my friends to get my license, and I just had to drive everywhere. It oh, stunk. Yeah. No, that was me. It yeah. stunk. <laughs> it was. St- <laughs> that's funny. Okay? That's funny. I, yeah, you were so, basically the. Uber I was. Driver. I was doing. I was the opposite. I was always the one because I got my license late because yeah. I, you know, during COVID was when I turned uh, sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So I was always my friends would have their license and be like, "All right, can you drive me somewhere?" Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I was. I was the opposite of their dumb. But yeah. getting my license was definitely one of the best decisions. Like you have to. Like I just you feel like. To. Yeah. yeah you, Even you, if you don't ever use it, I feel like you just. just yeah. Exactly. Who Plus, taught it, you guys to drive? Like I went to or? driving school, but my dad like first taught me okay yeah. i mean my dad but then i had like a lesson in a, with the driving yeah, guy yeah. okay like my yeah. dad did and then my mom also tried <laughs> this to. is so ironic going after the whole <laughs> red light situation <laughs> yeah well like when my mom would be in the car with me she'd be like hitting the invisible brake and like uh, grabbing stuff yeah, so then yeah. after like three or four times i'm like i'm not driving with you i'm, I'm no, only going with that. i no. i can fair. see like how stressful it is for like parents because like oh, yeah. you know first time like you have oh, no yeah, idea like I'm i remember when i pressed on like the gas the first time i was like wait a second and it's something so that like i didn't understand which is insane you guys are probably gonna make fun of me for this but uh like you know i i didn't realize at first when like you took your foot off the gas like your car still moves oh, yeah. like it mm-hmm. still goes like a little bit <laughs> i, I mean, didn't know that fast. either yeah i, I thought they pressed the pedal the entire time. No yeah, idea. Exactly. Like I yep. thought you had to press. Like the the brake made you like come to a complete stop. Obviously, but like as long as your foot was off the gas, like and you already had like pressed the stop. You were stationary. Just, yeah, exactly. You okay. were stationary, but you were like still rolling. So I was like, yeah. wow, this is uh, definitely interesting. So I love driving. Driving I do too. is so much fun. I like night driving. Yeah. And believe it or not, even though I just said about I want to take night classes. That's so but stressful. N- night driving is peaceful. <laughs> it's so stressful. It's it's really peaceful. I don't in even my like opinion. driving during the day. I don't like it. Driving during so the morning nervous. is the most stressful for me. Yeah, and then the yeah. afternoon is so so. But I, I just think like nighttime, especially if you're like in an area that like there's like no traffic, like you know Wisconsin with the corn. Exactly. Like that'd be nice as long as you avoid the deer. You know that would be pretty nice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I am terrified of hitting deer. Yeah. Like every time I go, I'm like like I will literally because there's a route if you go behind Villanova's campus that leads you to like this not this mountainside but like this hillside, and. In the middle of the road, if you take it, which I think it's closed now because they're fixing it, thankfully, there's a river, and the river has overflowed onto the road, and it's been like this for a little bit now. So you're driving through water, and all around you is dark, and I'm like, a deer is going to jump out here. Why I'm I'm going two miles per hour, so I guess, you know, I won't hit it full impact. But, you know, while there's, like, the road is flooded, and I think they're finally fixing it. Great job. Um, But, you know, when I'm driving, like, those hillsides, it does scare me. I'm always terrified of hitting deer. I've had so many close calls with deers. I've never hit one. I've been in the car when, like, my family has hit probably, like, ten deers now. It ha- wow. No, uh, it happens so much in Wisconsin. Really? Like uh, when I'm driving to work, I probably see at least a dozen dead deer on the side of the road. Do they just jump in front of the cars? Oh, yeah. Really? They just hop onto the expressway. 
and you're going at like 80 miles an hour, yeah. so you don't really have much time to react. How many cars has your family gone through? <laughs> no, the car's fine. You know, really? They do yeah. damage. Deer, deer no, do they a lot do of a, damage. They do a lot of damage, but like that's why everybody drives Fixable. big cars in the okay. Midwest, yeah. so mm. you could hit the Makes thing sense. and then... You know, not much damage. You could keep driving the car. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot. Like even on the Skugel, like there's a lot of deer that are like on the side. But I feel like it's more like I see a lot of possums okay. and those like smaller animals on the Skugel and stuff like that. But yeah, deer definitely have to watch out for them. Absolutely. Um, and speaking of deer on the road and roads being more dangerous, in only the first three months of 2022, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration reported 9,560 road deaths. That marks the deadliest first quarter since 2002. Road safety experts attribute the increase to riskier driving as fewer people wear seatbelts and as speeding and impaired driving rise, among other factors. David Harkey, the president of the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety, said risky driving behaviors were exacerbated during the pandemic, and they seem to have this hangover effect that's now occurring. I mean, the seatbelt thing, it's like pretty self-explanatory. Just throw on your seatbelt here, guys. It's not like, hard it's, at it's, all. It's, it's takes really two seconds. Hard. Takes yeah. two seconds. Yeah. I mean... My dad does have the thing where, like, he puts, like, the little clip in the seatbelt holders. So that way the car stops beeping at him. So he does it. That exists. Why would you? That should be illegal. Why would you not just put your seatbelt on them? Like, it takes the same amount of time, but this can save your life. I know so many people that do that. No, I, I know, know people that do that, too. Never I know are. people that do that, too, but I'm just saying, like, it takes the same amount of time. I want to get, yeah. like, get in a moving car without a seatbelt on. Yeah. Yeah. No, when I'm driving, I make sure that everyone has mm-hmm. a seatbelt yeah. on. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, fasten your seatbelt. 51st, too. Absolutely. All right, Allison, oh. it's time for you to take This is the worst part of the Friday morning. The fabled morning roar mind bender. All right, I hope you guys are ready. So I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> to remind you, the score, David and Dom, is tied 1.5 to 1.5. I swear I scored last week. You did, so, but this is wrong, so that's okay. We'll go with it. last week. I no, we'll go with it. This is fine, Dom, this is right. Okay, so here's the mind bender of the day. Are you saying that I'll fall too far behind? Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're not wrong. Here's the mind bender of the day. You are diagnosed with a deadly disease and are prescribed two different sets of pills. You must take only one of each pill every day to survive. If you take two of the same pill, you grow a tail and die a painful death. But silly you, with only two days left on your prescription, you accidentally drop your four remaining pills and they get mixed up. I don't know where you're buying your pills, but they are completely unmarked and they look exactly the same. You have no way of telling the pills apart. How do you make sure you take the correct medication? So there's the mind bender. David, you get first choice of a lifeline this week. Allison. All right. Yeah, smart move. (laughs) (laughs) And so... Dom, you will be with Chris. Mm. Let's get it. <laughs> this right, one guys. doesn't have an answer. No, it I does. said this before. You know There's the answer? No you way. Know? Oh, oh, this is great. This is. Did you perfect. write this or you already knew it? No, I like figured it out. Oh. Okay. Oh. All right. Oh, I, yeah, I'm not used to that. Um, let's first try <laughs> to. Let's that first way. try to. No, think. Yeah, we you, have some you guys time. talk so, it out. Yeah, yeah, okay. For a minute or two, talk it out. Okay. We got four four pills that all look exactly the same. Yeah. Two days. Figure things out. Well, obviously, there's no way to tell them apart. I don't know. Yeah, this just oh, seems kind of. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think to give them a clue, we have to like either like write it down and show it okay. to them or something. So that's it's fair. kind of fair. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna write it out I'll on my do phone. It on my notes okay. app. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how do you? 
They're, they look exactly the same. I have a question. How do we never... I mean, I know that we kind of... I got one, you got one fairly. But, <laughs> you know, like, how do we... How are we always ones that don't know any of these answers? I don't know how they know it. I don't know how you discover It's the freshman these. and the sophomore, definitely. Like, it's it's <laughs> gaslighting the word from 2021 or Whatever. 2022. As long as that Charles Darwin what episode question, was that? I had nothing for those. All right. I, I don't even think I need to think of a good right. hint here. Hold on. Just wish for the best. There's got to be something with a tail. Just take one and wish for the best. No, the yeah. t- I'll tell you right now, the tail is not relevant. The tail is just a, like a, rele- a fun Or the detail. tail is incredibly relevant, and we're just trying to throw you off. <laughs> you're, you're my lifeline. <laughs> is it just like, you know, when you put the pill in your mouth, like your tongue like will start like turning colors or something like that? You're like, oh, I should spit it out. No, like, is it, does it dissolve or like you have to swallow it? Like, it's not like you can do it. The dissolved. mechanics of how the pill is taken have nothing to do with the solution. Okay. No. I don't know. Okay. Do you have your clue prepared I've, for I've him? I've got a clue. Okay. I've got my hint for okay, you. Okay. Here we go. Here's your hint. <laughs> I don't so, know what that means. Okay. Well, so, think, think about it. What, like, what would you use with that? Do you crush it up? <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, you, cr- you put it oh, in like a thing. I think you guys said the same hint. What's what your hint? What, what did you say to him? Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, so okay. we gave pretty much the same hint to each yeah. other. I like, you still know, you don't put know. in one of those blue like pill crushers. You crush them down. What does that do? Um, they look exactly the same. Well, it makes it like. <laughs> <laughs> but like the Honestly, pieces, I'm like, not gonna lie. This is probably like I feel like one it goes into a, ones. That I think so like too. it goes into a powder. Will the powder be different colors like inside of the pill? No, they look exactly nope, the, the same. same. They're so even when you like, I know, oh, but yeah, like no, sometimes but you open up pills and like it's no, like, they're little no. white uniform pills, same throughout. I don't know. What something do you you crush it? <laughs> what is the knife can you put for? it? I know that some people. I know that cutting. Some, How are you gonna cut a pill? Does it matter? Come on. I know, but like if you put it in something like you know, some people like put like their crushed no, the pills in applesauce. No, no, so like no, in, no, 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 no. It's not that. I get the cutting in half, but I don't get why. <laughs> Tom, please. Do you take please, one guys. half and see see if something happens? But you yeah, but I don't know how. But you didn't take the full pill, so you're fine. Guys. You guys are so close, David. You're so close. Come on, bring it home. Let's go, <laughs> Tom. You so got you, this. you take the half the pill, and the other half you. I don't know what you do with the other half. Oh no, you try to match it up. You match. You cut all four in half. You take the one and you match yeah, them up. No. But you can't know no. which no. pills you're cutting in half. <laughs> Guys. But you're so close. Like, please. 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 I mean, shake half. I know that some of you do it. You have to take half, and the other half you do something else with. Okay. Throw it in the trash. No, you have to take all, all right. four of the pills fully. I think we're running out of time here. Should Are we, we just really? Tell? I know. Oh. I don't. These guys seem clueless right. on this one. All right, what's the answer? All right. You guys, you got to cut them all in half. Okay. And then take half of each pill. So that way, it's only the equivalent of one of each side. Oh. And then you take the other half. Okay, the that day. makes sense. Okay. You were so close. You were so close. Doesn't sound right. <laughs> it does. Is it that does. Not the right answer. That is the right answer. Yeah. yeah. Well, good job, guys. Doesn't sound right. All right, still tied. Still tied. Stakes are high. <laughs> Stakes are high next week. <laughs> uh, this is the Morning Roar on WXVU 89.1 FM. We're going to be taking a quick break, so stay tuned. I'm Talene Postian, the host of Take a Wild Guess with Talene, and you're listening to WXVU V89.1 The Roar. 
The life of a college student can get busy and overwhelming. You have exams to study for, papers to write, internships and jobs to apply for, and co-curriculars. However, it is so important to take a step back and practice self-care to calm your anxiety. According to Thrive 365, a portal from the Office of Health Promotion, you should make time for things you enjoy, like listening to music and spending time with friends. You can also try recentering techniques like yoga or meditation to promote relaxation. Learning what triggers your anxiety is key to preventing it. Make sure to set boundaries and celebrate your small successes. Give yourself some love. If you'd like more ways on how to reduce and prevent anxiety, visit thrive365.villanova.edu. This PSA is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU Villanova Radio. WXVU is celebrating Black History Month. We're proud to promote events happening to honor Black history throughout the month of February at Villanova. The Office of Intercultural Affairs, Campus Ministry, the Latin American Student Organization, and the African and Caribbean Villanovans present What Does It Mean to Be Afro-Latin at Villanova? Wednesday, February 22nd from 6 to 7.30 p.m. in Gary Hall. For more information on Villanova Black History Month events, the Villanova Office of Intercultural Affairs can be reached via email at interculturalaffairs@villanova.edu. Hey everyone, this is Kaylee Brendel. I'm a singer-songwriter and a sophomore at Villanova. Listen to my conversation with WXVU about music and life on our podcast feed, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I gotta stop picking And we're back with the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM, The Roar. Allison, let's go to you for our third segment. Yes, we are bringing you this upcoming conversation with Kathy Burns, thanks to the proud support of Goodness Bowls, a one-stop shop for healthy eating. Located minutes from campus, Goodness Bowls offers a wide variety of smoothies, bowls, juices, salads, wraps, toasts, and be sure to try their delicious French toast latte. Their store is open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday and 8 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. on Sunday. Goodness Bowls can also be ordered online at goodnessbowls.com or on Uber Eats. DoorDash and Grubhub. Nova Bucks are also accepted. Goodness Bowls is located in the Villanova Plaza on Lancaster Avenue, right next to Starbucks. Back to you, Chris. And it's our great pleasure to have in studio with us Kathy Burns, the Vice President for Student Life here at Villanova. Kathy earned her bachelor's in psychology here at Villanova and later a Villanova master's in theology. She also received a JD from Duke University School of Law. She previously served as the Assistant Dean of Students and the Associate VP of Student Life here at Villanova. Kathy, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. I'm thrilled to be here. That's what I like to hear. Yeah, so let's get into it. So what is a typical day like for you as vice president for student life at Villanova on the opposite end of our luxurious second floor of Dougherty Hall here? Yes, Dougherty is a beautiful place to live, <laughs> isn't it? Um, so a typical day is in some ways hard to answer because I feel like every day has so many unique elements. And that's one of the reasons why I love what I do. Uh, but I would say in a general way, my typical day includes probably more meetings than I would like. And some of those meetings might be a committee meeting, might be a meeting with a smaller group of people about some issue that we're trying to tackle, might be a meeting with some students who have a concern or an issue and they've reached out. 
um, or it could be a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone else who works in student life. The other part of my day is probably like you, I get many, many emails every day with people asking me all kinds of questions or wanting support or input on a variety of things going on on campus. So the other part of my day I feel like is trying to be responsive to those who have reached out to me. Awesome. I have a simple question. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the current state of the Villanova student experience as we sit here in February 2023? I feel great about the student experience as we sit here in February of 2023. Um, I'm not sure what years each of you are, but the last three years, I feel like we've been through the war of COVID, <laughs> yep. and this year uh, feels the most... Um, uh, engaged and typical in terms of people being able to sit together in a room as we are and talk with each other and it feels very good in so many ways and yet at the same time we are always mindful of those who may be struggling whether that's mental health concerns whether it's struggling um, to find their way of where do I belong on this campus how do I fit in um, we know that sometimes students from underrepresented identities might feel a little more on the outside and how can we correct for that and have every student have a rich experience. So on the one hand, I feel like things are really great and so much has returned to normal and come to the gala tonight in the Connolly Center. Um, and yet at the same time, I'm mindful that that is not everybody's experience. This week, several different career fairs uh, were, were held here at Villanova. Uh, while the opportunities that are afforded uh, students is one of the great things about being here at Villanova, it's also important to realize you don't have to have your mind made up at the end of your senior year uh, about your career. Can you talk a little bit about your career journey, uh, including your mindset right out of law school, and what led you to your current job here at Villanova? That's a great question, and I'm so glad you asked, because one of the things I often say, certainly to seniors, but underclassmen too, is it's very hard at the age of whether you're 18, 19, 21, to have any idea what you actually want to do for the rest of your life. And I think sometimes in today's society, people can feel tremendous pressure to have it all figured out. And life really continues to be a journey. I remember when I was back in college, I thought, oh, by the time I'm 23, I'll know just what I want to do with my life. And when I turned 23, I I kind of chuckled because I thought, actually, I still have no idea. And I had a similar experience when I turned 30, et cetera, et cetera. And even today, I think sometimes, oh, what do I want to do for the rest of my life? So first thing I'd like to say is feel no pressure. I came to Villanova, as you noted earlier, as a psychology major and had every intention of becoming a psychologist. In the course of my four years, I realized I really did not want to be a psychologist, but I had had a course taught by a law professor that was so interesting. So I went to law school because I thought it would be really interesting. I did not know one lawyer. And I did go to law school, and it was very, very interesting, but I realized that perhaps the day in and day out work of being an attorney might not be best suited to my personality or my interests. So I did do that for a while. But after not too many years, um, another little aside, I, I always try to live my life that if I died tomorrow, I would like how I spent today. So when I was practicing law, I thought, I'm going to be annoyed if I die tomorrow because this is not actually how I'd like to spend my last day. So I started to look around for other options and found a teaching position at the Villanova Law School. Since I was a practicing attorney, it was a a course that taught legal research and writing to first-year students. They liked young practicing attorneys to teach the course. So that was kind of my transition job. And then from that, eventually, I, I moved over to this side of campus um, and started working in student life. 
And as an undergraduate, as well as as a law student, I had been an RA, I'd been an area coordinator, I'd done a lot of the student life kinds of things. Um, So I had some on-the-job training. And in my early years, I took about 21 credits of counseling, psychology, education courses, just to try and give me some of the foundational information that that I thought might be helpful in my working with students. Um, and, And it has been a journey, and it's always a journey. And I think that's what makes life exciting, is you're never sure what you'll be doing in five years. As a senior who has no idea what she's doing after Villanova, very reassuring to hear. <laughs> um, for anyone just tuning in, we're sitting here with Kathy Burns, um, who is the Vice President of Student Life. So our next question for you, Kathy. We had an incident Tuesday night this week where a shelter in place was issued for students on campus due to an individual armed with a gun fleeing police off a SEPTA train at the Commons. Three Michigan State students were shot and killed this week, and in general, across America, it really seems like there are incidents of violence taking place in public settings on a weekly basis. What steps is Villanova taking to ensure that students can feel safe? Great question. And of course, the safety of our students is a paramount concern every single day of our lives. And... uh, Every time there is an incident, which we're lucky does not happen often, we always use that as a cause for reflection and looking at knowing what we know, you know, are there any tweaks or any differences that we would take. Um, So that process is happening this week, as you might imagine. In addition to that, last fall, uh, Public Safety commissioned an outside consultant actually to do a big security safety study on campus, looking at how we're staffed, um, how we do patrols, looking at our cameras, how we use CCTV, um, what kind of security measures are in place, lighting, the the whole gamut of safety and security on campus. So I know that study is actually ongoing right now. I believe they were, the consultants were on campus last semester. I believe we do not have the report yet. But having that kind of external expertise allows us to be very proactive rather than being reactive. And and I think in the area of safety, you you always are going to end up being both um, of when something happens. Of course, we're being reactive, but having a good um, system in place and, and having as much um, in place as possible is helpful. And we have a great police department and public safety department. Uh, a little known fact, we actually have more officers than all of Radnor Township has. Uh, so so Villanova does take safety and security very, very um, seriously. And, uh, you know, 24 hours a day, there, there are people out patrolling. And, and it's those foot patrols and those car patrols that often have prevented something before it has happened because they're very vigilant, they're constantly monitoring, and um, they really have our best interests um, always in the forefront of their minds. Of course. Um, so an email went out from Student Life uh, earlier this month regarding student behavior at Villanova basketball games being held at the Wells Fargo Center. Was there a specific incident that prompted this? And was the experience from uh, what you've heard satisfactory at this past Saturday's game at the Wells Fargo Center? Great question. And as you know, the the game that uh, was the impetus for that email, of course, was when the Philadelphia Eagles, great team. Uh, you know, I, I'm a Philadelphia girl, so, so I love that the Eagles were in the Super Bowl. But in the NFC Championship game being just an hour after the Villanova basketball game. So there were some... Um, People mixing it up, shall we say, out in the tailgate arena. And I think Eagles fans were, uh, you know, a big piece of that, Mm -hmm. as well as our Villanova students. But we had several reports from alums who were there that thought 
this is not the way I would like to see Villanova students behaving publicly. And so um, I think when we're our best version of ourselves, no Villanova student would like to be that way. I sometimes say, like, try to behave the same way at 2 a.m. as you behave at 2 p.m. But on game day, maybe that 2 p.m. isn't always <laughs> the best test. Um, so, so the one of the concerns was the excessive trash that was left behind. But frankly, some, you know, public parking lot urination, other bodily fluids, the whole shebang, as you might imagine. So we really were trying to just be good neighbors and good visitors to the city. Um, from this past Saturday's game, I've heard about the trash, but I've not heard about the, the kind of incivil behavior or the disrespectful behavior that we had heard about the week before uh, or a couple weeks before. So I'm pleased that um, I think trash is hard to manage um, uh, in those settings, and, and I think trash cleanup is always going to be a part of such an event. Um, but what I, I like is is to see at least our students always being respectful and caring not only about one another and their friend group, but anybody else they encounter downtown or anywhere they are. Now, we've had two wonderful guests from the Office of Intercultural Affairs exclusively here on the Morning Roar this month, and both Tiani and Rachel reflected on how many more opportunities there are just in their time at Villanova celebrating Black History Month. What is the Office of Student Life doing to ensure continued growth at the university in terms of diversity and inclusion? Thank you for that question. Uh, the last couple of years, frankly, have been tough with um, COVID and some limitations in programming. And at the same time, I agree, this year we have a very robust uh, calendar of events for Black History Month. Um, and I think I have to thank the students for helping bring us there. There were several students from the Black Student Union, BSU, who had reached out right at the beginning of the academic year to say we have some ideas about ways we can make Black History Month special this year and that we can have Black History Month really join with the community to celebrate black history and our African-American and black students on campus. And so really working with that group of students as well as the many offices that program uh, on campus for Black History Month, there seemed to be a synergy that we've not always had, and it's something that we certainly want to continue. We also, as I said earlier um, in the conversation, that we are very mindful that students from underrepresented identities, BIPOC students, students of color, LGBTQ students, other students uh, who feel underrepresented may have a different experience at Villanova. We see that in some of our survey data. And it's something every uh, planning meeting, every conversation we have, we are trying to be uh, very mindful of being inclusive of all and mindful that different people have different narratives, different stories, different experiences that they bring with them, both to Villanova, but then that they also have here at Villanova. And, and how can we um, make sure that we are nourishing, uh, welcoming, helping each student from each identity thrive? It's great to see a lot of uh, great events happening for Black History Month this month uh, here on campus. As you talked a little bit about earlier, uh, tonight we have the Winter Gala uh, here on campus, hosted by Student Life at the Connolly Center. Uh, one of the most anticipated events of the spring semester. How much are you looking forward to the gala tonight, and are there any other events you, you're particularly excited about this upcoming semester? The gala is very exciting. It is the second annual. So last year was the first annual, and it was so amazing. I don't know if you were able to attend last year, 
students said, oh, this must be something that happens only once every four years. This is so amazing. And we thought with that kind of feedback and uh, with that kind of energy around the event, um, we, we wanted to make it an annual event. And what was wonderful, too, about last year is we saw students from all class years. We saw students from all social groups, all identity groups. It really was an event. Um, and this year we have over 2,000 people signed up to attend. So I think it will be a great evening and, and will be something that everyone will find something for themselves. There are a lot of different uh, uh, opportunities at the gala uh, in terms of there are some games, there are some dance floors, music, wa- uh, wine and beer for those who are over 21, food. So trying to meet a variety of interests and needs. Um, other things that are coming up um, – of course, we'll have some great game watches. Hopefully, we'll do well in the Big East. Hopefully, you know, I don't know if we're going to be in the NCAA tournament, but um, I have watched Villanova basketball for many, many years, and we have ups and downs, ebbs and flows, and I look at the Kentuckys and the North Carolinas in the basketball world who are also not ranked this year, and it's just changing landscape, and I'm hoping Villanova fans know to be patient and enthusiastic um, through every season and continue to cheer the Villanova team uh, regardless of what tournament we might be playing in and I anticipate we'll have some fun events around that we also have some great things planned for St. Patrick's Day weekend we like people to stay safe on St. Patrick's Day weekend we like people to make good decisions um, I think St. Patrick's Day celebrations really are about friendship and hanging out with friends and having fun things to do it does not need to be about you know abusing uh, behaviors um, and so we try to create some positive atmospheres and of course this year it's on a Friday which always is a little more concerning for us. So so you'll see a full lineup of good activities for that week and weekend. Very excited to see those events. Um, just to get to know you a little bit better, and other than WXVU, of course, what kind of media like music and podcasts do you typically find yourself listening to? Well, that is a great question. And and in some ways, I, I uh, was thinking about that. And um, I, I'm not a huge music listener, so I, I'm sorry, you, you know, that is like, you know, make, makes you feel sad inside your heart. Um, I am a 70s girl, so, you, you know, when I choose to listen, I, I still am with Carol King, uh, Carly Simon, uh, The Carpenters. I loved Motown in the 70s. I still have my Diana Ross albums and... Um, uh, so, so I am stuck in a decade of my uh, teen years, um, and and the other most primary medium I, I listen to is actually audible books, as dull and boring as that may sound <laughs> to your audience. But I love to read, and life is busy. So when I'm walking or driving in the car or gardening in the summer, I always am listening to an audible book. It's a great answer. And last question here, prior to spring break and midterms, would you have any words of wisdom for students as we make the turn toward a particularly busy time in the spring semester? Be kind to yourself. And my other big tip is set a bedtime. Um, I appreciate that school demands and sometimes those of you who are very activity busy with activities, have a lot on your calendars, and yet I think it's hard to study, it's hard to feel good, it's hard to make good decisions when we're exhausted. And my own view is it's better to miss a meeting, study half an hour, an hour less for a test, and get another hours of sleep to help your body and your brain rejuvenate. Um, also, one day at a time, my husband, who's a great guy, has a great line, he, he always says, when things are tough, don't panic, keep moving. And and sometimes I think that mantra has helped me, so I share it of, 
okay, I have a lot on my plate today. I have a lot to do. Don't panic. Let me keep moving. And, you know, when midnight comes or whatever's your bedtime that you've set for yourself, I'm going to call it a day, structure my day before that up until that bedtime, and then still get a good night's sleep. Kathy, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. It's a joy to be in the Wildcat Roar. (laughs) I feel honored. So thank you so much. Thank you. This was Kathy Burns, the Vice President for Student Life here at Villanova. And make sure that you attend the Winter Gala tonight in the Connolly Center. This is the Morning Roar right here on WXVU 89.1. We're going to be taking a quick break, so stay tuned. everyone, I'm Gabrielle Rafool, the news director at WXVU, and you're listening to V891 The Roar. The Radnor Education Foundation will hold its annual fundraising gala event on Friday, February 24th at Palm on King of Prussia Road. This will be an exciting evening for guests, featuring dinner, drinks, music, and both silent and live auction items. The gala theme is Let's Party Like It's 2019, a theme that harkens back to the joy and excitement of in-person events that were normal occurrences prior to the pandemic. The gala has provided an annual opportunity for the foundation to raise funds to provide grants benefiting students within the five schools in the Radnor Township School District. Search for the Radnor Educational Foundation on Facebook to register for the gala. The Villanova Tech Zone is a free resource for helping students, faculty, and staff troubleshoot their technological needs. Contact the Tech Zone at 610-519-7777, chat with them online, or visit their law school, Falvey Library, or New Commons offices. For more information, visit unit.villanova.edu. Now listen to V891, the roar on your smartphone or mobile device with the free Radio FX app. Interact with WXVU shows and DJs. See our schedule and events and more. Download the Radio FX app and search for WXVU today. It's the morning roar right here on WXVU 89.1 FM. David Dom, let's take it to you for our fourth segment of the day. Uh, Super Bowl disappointment, I guess we'll say. It's all right. We're okay. All right. Uh, Super Bowl, of course. The biggest what if from the Eagles crushing Super Bowl loss is, was it the Bradbury penalty, the disgraceful grass field at State Farm Stadium, Jonathan Gannon's defensive adjustments in the second half, or I guess the Jalen Hurts fumble could be an option somewhere I, in there. I, I would think it would be all of the above. I mean, you, okay. can't, you can't have this stuff in the, you know, the biggest game of yeah. the season. Jonathan Gannon, and you know. He just allowed Patrick Mahomes. I think Patrick Mahomes finished like a per- almost perfect QB rating. It was yeah. terrible. Uh, the Bradbury penalty was bad, but that's not why they lost. Jalen Hurts yeah. fumbled for a touchdown. That was in the what the first quarter, maybe the second quarter. So yeah. it was early on. Didn't really make a huge difference. You're gonna have a couple blunders. The grass was terrible. Yeah, that was insanity. I mean, everybody yeah. slipped. No, I get it. You know, it, could the Eagles, you know, maybe have been held down by the Chiefs' offensive line? Maybe, but they were slipping. I mean, have, have they, they need that leverage? They need to well, be able to push off. 
the most concerning part of that is I believe eight hundred thousand yep. dollars was spent on that field. They've been growing this field yeah, for two years. Yeah, and they've been taking years. it out of the stadium. I don't think eight hundred thousand dollars sounds like a lot for a Super Bowl stadium fi- or Super Bowl like but field. I think it could be more than a that. A new field specifically for yeah. this game. It's a new let's say like a new grass. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that you know it wasn't like they just renovated the. Like, yeah. This was a new like they have taken care yeah, of this that. for so long. And the amount of paint that was just on the field, like the logos were huge. That was, I really don't know how that happened. Uh, As you said, though, the Bradbury penalty was not the main reason. Um, And Jonathan Gannon, I said earlier, Jonathan Gannon ruined my joy. I think that he, I think that his defense was the main reason for, for the loss. Um, you know, the soft zone coverage uh, didn't work. So, no. uh, you know, but I think it was, as you said, Dom, it was a, a combination of things. Yeah. But I, I do just want to say how good Jalen Hurts played. I mean, if Jalen yeah. Hurts, there's no question. If you did He's not have Jalen Hurts, the Eagles were not going to be in quarterback that game. the future. Yeah. 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 And the Eagles, I believe, with 35 points, scored the most points of loss, any so Super Bowl team to ever lose. Yep. And, you know, not that that's a, a great thing because it's a loss at the end of the day, but Jalen Hurts was absolutely phenomenal. Yep. Yeah. Uh, how about our Villanova weekend sports preview, guys? Yeah, big shootout for the women. The 23 and 4, 14th ranked women's team plays one of the biggest games of the year of the year at the Villain against Sith, sixth ranked and perennial powerhouse UConn tomorrow. WXV will have play-by-play coverage with Zach Tipton and Anders Pryor beginning at 2:15 tomorrow. Should be a good game. I'm hoping to be in attendance. I, I will rumor, be there. Rumors: I have a ticket for my friend who okay. has a friends with a priest who has tickets. I, okay. There's a lot of stuff going on, but Good hopefully I'll be there. And they're going to win. They only lost by, what, five last time? It was close. Very close. Very and close. UConn is, well, they they're were struggling. Six, they were fifth. They're now sixth. Yeah, so. they're struggling. Uh, and then the prove-it game for the men's team. The men's team now has the longest somehow winning streak in the Big yeah. East of three games <laughs> as they continue to play itself back into, uh, they, as they continue to play themselves back into the big dance consideration. They've won three straight, as I said, to get back to 500 at 13 and 13 overall. They will travel to Rhode Island to battle 24th-ranked Providence tomorrow at 4:30 p.m. There are only two more games, uh, home games, uh, both at the Wells Fargo Center to end the season. It was a great senior night the other night, and the team seems to be finally healthy, clicking. Yeah. We haven't had a sweat the late games recently done. Yeah, that's a good sign. I mean, back-to-back game or back-to-back Finn games, I guess, with DePaul and now um, the game that was on Tuesday against who they play? The Butler. Butler. Um, it felt pretty comfortable. So, again, jailing at the end of the games is good. They basically went out to make the tournament um, at an at-large bit if they don't win the Big East tournament. I would love for them to, you know, get a miracle, but we'll see. Five quad one games, it's going to be hard. Yeah. Allison, let's go to you with our music news. All right. So fresh off her Super Bowl appearance, Rihanna told British Vogue that she'd love to release her first new album since 2016 this year. Quote, like, honestly, it'd be ridiculous if it's not this year, but I just want to have fun. I just want to make music and make videos. Lizzo was the most viewed musical artist on TikTok in 2022, in the U.S. at least. According to the video sharing platform, she is followed by, in order, Bella Porch, Bad Bunny, Charlie Puth, and Doja Cat. Number one worldwide was Kim Loazia. Lizzo came in number five globally. And Shania Twain is still the queen. Her new Queen of Me album debuted at number two on Billboard's Top Country Albums chart, right, beho- right behind Morgan Wallen's seemingly unstoppable Dangerous. Queen of Me also debuted at number 10 on the all-time on the all-genre Blackboard 200. Thank you, Allison. Now let's go to Dom with his favorite segment, the movie <laughs> yes. reviews. First one, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. If you're a Marvel fan, you know what you're getting out of this one. The superhero. Uh, partners explore the quantum realm uh, where they interact with strange creatures and embark on an adventure that goes beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. 
Paul Rudd, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer. Only 52% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, so proceed with caution. Also, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Uh, Christopher Robin, now a young man, has left Winnie and Piglet to fend for themselves. After getting to a taste for blood, they set off to find a new source of food. It's not long before their bloody rampage begins. Nick, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know how I defend this second one. Okay, so do you guys know the story behind this? There, of what, there's a well, story behind one? this? The Winnie, so the Winnie the Pooh recently entered the public domain. So that means anybody oh, can no. use uh, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, so wow. they decide, like these random people are like, let's just make an absolutely disgusting horror movie with Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. I, I might go see it. I think it's going to be hilarious. That and Cocaine Bear. I've that seen so many bear. answers for, yes, for Cocaine Bear. 100%. Uh, David, National Days of the Week. Today is Random Acts of Kindness Day. Studies prove the positive effects on us of doing kind acts for others, as well as receiving or even witnessing kindness. Some suggestions, compliment a stranger, treat a homeless person to lunch, or anonymously anonymously donate to charity. Today is also World Human Spirit Day, encouraging two minutes of silent meditation throughout the world and beyond to focus on the true spirit that flows through everything. I'm going to interject here really quickly. Uh, one of my professors has, we've been doing like five minute meditation prior to each class. And Dr. I Hastings? Yeah. My guy. Yeah. And I, I never did it prior to this, but I, I like it. It's like, fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's really great. It's really That's moving. That's the goat. I love it. Uh, tomorrow uh, is Battery Day on the birth date of Count Alessandro Volta uh, lived from 1745 to 1827, the Italian physicist credited with developing the first electric cell in 1800. It's also Drink Wine Day and Thumb Appreciation Day. These continue to get a little weirder. Uh, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday is Tug of War Day, Chocolate Mint Day, again another weird one, uh, and Prevent Plagiarism Day to call attention to the rampant problem of high-tech of high theft of words, images, and ideas that is all too easy in the now internet age. Thank you, David. Dom, let's go to you with our Twitter poll results recap. Yeah, a new vote just came in. We have, we're at a total of 10 votes right now. It's 50-50 split for 8.30 and 6.15. This is a good one. Go and we vote. were split. In studio, we were split. We so were split no two, two, two here. No one tie. Follow us on Twitter. Go vote at WXVU. Awesome. And now, Allison, let's take it to you with our Ardmore Music Hall giveaway winner announcement. Yes. So, uh, drum roll, please. Thank you. <laughs> a big congratulations to Ryan Levy. You have won two tickets to see Kyola 8 p.m. tomorrow at the Ardmore Music Hall. Email WXVU891 at Villanova.edu to claim your prize. And you can buy tickets for Kyola by visiting ArdmoreMusicHall.com. We will have more giveaways with Ardmore Music Hall throughout the spring, so stay tuned. One more thing before we end it. I just want to say really quick, I meant to say during the spring, uh, the sports segment. Uh, as a Philadelphia sports fan, I have to say congratulations to Angelo Cataldi, yeah. the 94 WIP morning Legend. show team uh, retiring today. Angelo is after like 33 years. So I had to say that as a Philadelphia sports fan. Legend. Awesome. Love to see it, David. And now, last but certainly not least, our deep thought of the week. Certain things catch your eye, but pursue only those that capture the heart. Thank you for tuning in to the Morning Roar today and make sure you tune in next Friday and every Friday after that at 8 a.m. Have a great Friday and a great weekend.